0: Welcome to Beyond Overeating by Wholesome Lifestyle Project, the overeating podcast, where I'll be showing up weekly to share with you what I've learned during my binge eating recovery, helpful tools such as yoga, mindfulness, and energy medicine. My name is Stel, and my purpose is to inform and educate so that you can fast track your recovery in healing your relationship with food and finally trust yourself around the peanut butter jar. Join me as I share top tips, my struggles, and triumphs to help inspire or just entertain. Remember, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't stop overeating. That's why I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to Beyond Overeating. I am your host, Estelle Coombe-Heath, and I'm just so excited to be back here for another episode on how to heal your relationship with food so as i'm recording this episode it's the second week of december 2020 and what a year this year has been we have truly been tested we have truly survived so many things and we've overcome so much so, this week has really been just a week of reflection, a week of celebration, and a week of really getting clear about how this year has really kind of served us in some weird, weird, weird and wonderful ways. So, I thought I would kind of just reflect back on some of my wins for the year. And um, hopefully wherever you are listening to this, you can kind of just use this to reminisce about some of your wins and some of the things that really contributed to this year being truly special to you. Now, we might think and feel that 2020 has just been such a terrible year. It uh, should just be written off. However, there has just been so much value in what we have learned. I know most of us have really built on our resilience and a lot of us have even um, gone a little bit further. You might've taken on some self-development, might've started a new fitness program. You might've tried online workouts or whatever the case is, something that's different and something that you might n- never have tried before. So 2020 has really pushed us out of our comfort zones. And I think it's it's been a great thing Um, You know, despite having the fear of wearing masks, despite having the fear of the uncertainty, I think as a collective in this world, we have definitely grown as humans. We have definitely flourished in amazing and weird and wonderful ways. So I think, you know, as we close off and a lot of my clients wanted to just have a clean slate, like go to bed and wake up and it's the 1st of January, 2021. And, you know, I think we cannot learn our lessons if we haven't decided to actually take some reflection, some form of reflection of what has happened in the year. What have you learned? And that's what I thought I would share today I'm not sure when this episode will be aired. Um, it might be still in 2020 if I've got Wi-Fi signal um, or this will be aired um, in January 20, fresh 2021. But I think even early um, in, in the year is still a great time to just reflect and see what has really come um, out of a year for you. And As a former binge eater, I used to really start um, stressing and building up anxiety about this time of year. I would have felt like I haven't achieved my body goals. I would have felt pressure to um, exercise more and, you know, eat less because I knew that there would be extra calories during the festive season. I knew there would be times when um, I wouldn't be able to exercise or do my running or whatever the case. And that really made me anxious. And that anxiety actually is not serving anyone. It didn't serve me. And if you're in this position where you just feel, oh my gosh, it's that time of year again. Um, I'm going to just regret everything I eat. Um, The minute the the clock strikes uh, 12 on midnight uh, 2021. Um, I would love for you to actually think how that uh, fear and anxiety is consuming you right now. How is that actually helpful? How is making all these extra plans and thoughts about foods and when to eat and how to eat it and, you know, what not to eat and am I going to have that glass of wine or am I going to just skip it? Okay, I'll have the glass of wine, but then I won't have dessert. Oh, well, what the hell, I'll have the the wine, but then I'm going to have to run tomorrow, whatever the case is. So much time and energy is wasted in those thoughts. And unfortunately, we've built a little pattern around it. We've built a habitual thought pattern. And our bodies know that eventually that thought pattern will end up in a binge. The reward is always the binge. And um, our minds will kind of keep rolling in the same direction knowing that somewhere along the line we're going to get a dopamine hip or like a um just a a sense of rebellion from that binge so it will keep the energy in that space and being in that negative um is absolutely something that we need to be aware of and that is fine you know what i think It's fine to be in the negative sometimes. However, don't let it drag you down. Don't let it make you become completely um, obsessed with things. Don't let it make you completely obsessed with calories and food, for example, as well. So be in a space where you can recognize if you're going down that spiral and then. Um, choose to think differently, choose to act differently, and choose to get yourself in out of that dark, deep hole. And that's what I really, you know, help my clients with is to recognize when their, their minds are going there and how to actually create distance between that and their reaction of eating and, or binging and moving that along. So let's reflect on some of the things for me that really stood out for 2020. And, you know, um, last year, my friends and I, we just said that 2021 was going to be the year where, or 2020 is going to be the year where absolutely magic is going to happen. And I embarked um, on a little um, manifestation challenge with uh, Gabrielle Bernstein at the beginning of the year, it was a a month long challenge. And that just really set the year up um, in such a beautiful way. And I want to reflect on that because, you know, dedicating yourself to something for 30 days is really setting a foundation for getting things right. And um thank goodness for me, I already have a food zombie challenge coming up in the middle of January. So have a look for that. Get on the wait list. I'll put that in the show notes as well as the episode description. Come and join us at, in the food zombie challenge. This is a 30-day challenge that will just get you in that momentum and having little things like that are from my experience from the manifestation challenge it really just set me on a course for what i wanted for the year and really how um, i could shift my mindset and my thinking to getting there and you know, that's what I, um, when I created the food zombie challenge, that was my vision. And the woman who've taken part in that already has really received so much value out of that. So go and check out the food zombie challenge and see if you can commit to food freedom and taking back control for 30 days. Um, so Being in a little container for the year really um, or for that first 30 days in January really set me up into good habits of meditating, into good habits of moving my body into good habits of journaling and being aware of where I am. So that is one of my highlights is I started this here quite strong in my emotional and um, mental awareness space. It's led me to understand many things. It's led me to um, understand recent uh, old traumas that popped up. I was able to recognize um, that this was something that um, was out of character and I was able to work through it I wasn't able to process it all by myself I needed to ask help for that but I was able to identify the way I'm acting or reacting to um, almost nothing actually had to do with with trauma so getting clear and you know starting um, a you know, almost ritual of just turning inwards and looking to what you, um, you know, what's happening on the inside is just one of the biggest things that I could have done in the beginning of 2020. Next, one of the possibly most scariest things that happened to me in 2020 is that I left my corporate job to... Um, step into my role as a full-time emotional and binge eating recovery specialist and let me tell you if you are an entrepreneur listening to this and you have been in the corporate world or you am an entrepreneur who um, is still working in the corporate world you wanting to take that leap let me tell you that this is quite a scary scary leap to do a a scary leap of faith and probably one of the most exciting times for me as well there was a lot of uncertainty for me there was a lot of fears of you know like the the craziest things would come up but they were all ridiculous little things uh, that my mind was telling me to kind of keep me in where i needed to be safe and since i stepped into this role of um being in my purpose full-time my purpose is really here to help women heal and help people find that beautiful peace when it comes to food once i stepped into that like such amazing things happened i was able to help more women on their in their struggles i was able to run more things like the food zombie challenge i was able to create a brand new course That is accessible to so many more people. I was able to be published in four different magazines and I appeared in, I think, close to 50 odd podcast episodes. Now, this I would never have been able to achieve if I didn't let go of my comfort zone, let go of where I was comfortable in that corporate world. And often I see that step as my commitment to helping others, but it's also a reflection of what I was like before asking for help in my food and um, emotional eating, um, you know, binge eating days. So when I, um, when I was really at the, the height of my eating disorders, I really still struggled to admit that there was an issue. I really still struggled to um, open up to anyone. I felt embarrassed about how I behaved around food. I felt like a failure for not being able to even just control myself slightly around Um, you know, even just dessert table at work, or cakes, or whatever the case is, and I really felt disappointed in every time that I binged, and this was a really raw and, like, dark place for me to be in, and taking that first leap of faith, picking up the phone, and eventually, finally asking for help, was, again, one of those real, true, dark, and, you know, scary places to be in. However I cannot tell you how that bravery of just taking that one step has led me into my recovery. I'm now um, celebrating two years of being completely binge free and I am just super grateful for my journey and I'll speak about that a little bit more as I move into gratitude but I just really um, wanted to mention that if you're in a space where you're struggling and you feel like uh, you know I'm struggling to do this on my own and I'm just not even sure where to go next, just know that I understand how um, how scary that is. I, like almost swore on my first, on my podcast but <laughs> So I understand how scary that is, and I understand the actual guts it takes to make that appointment and get get some um, just opening up and speaking to someone on that. So you know, if that is somewhere where you're getting stuck and you want someone to just give you point you in the right direction, then book a free consultation with me. The link is in the description and in the show notes. Let's chat about it. See where you are at, and see how you can possibly just move forward. You know, um, and this will come from someone who's been there, someone who's experienced, you know, being in that space of disordered eating and you know being weighed down by all the feelings of what it brings. So there will be no judgment when you chat to me about it, and you know, there's just a complete understanding and a complete empathy and compassion. So taking that leap of faith is going to open so much for you. Like for me, when I took that step into my, um, into, you know, taking this um, recovery um, specialist um, full time, you know, you will see so much happening. I just finished a client call this morning where my client, she's been working with me for four weeks. She says to me, still, I finally have control, you know, I finally have control and food is no longer taking over my life. And I hear this countlessly with every single woman that I help. This is what comes up is that relief that, oh my gosh, I just have so much time in my hand. So it's amazing. So just imagine what would happen for you if you just put your fears aside Of being judged and being criticized for how you have been handling food and just taking that leap to book a call. Um, You know, booking that call is the scariest step. Arriving at that call is even scarier. But once you've opened your heart, just even that first conversation, oh my gosh, the relief is just so amazing. So, I, yeah. I think I've gone on a bit of a tangent but I think you know coming back to my my big step in stepping into my Um, my calling full uh, full time, you know, I will probably never forget this this year because I was brave enough to follow my heart and follow my intuition on where I am needed the most. And that is here, whether I'm chatting to you on a podcast, whether I'm chatting to you um, in my Facebook group, Food Freedom for Binge and Emotional Eaters, or whether we are working together one-on-one maybe I chat to you on Instagram, just depends on where we've met. But I just feel like I will never ever forget this this year when I actually finally stepped into my power and finally stepped into who I was meant to be. So I'm celebrating to that with you today with you. And um just, yeah, I just wanted to give myself a little pat on the back because um, that wasn't the scary or the, the easiest decision to make, you know, um, but like I I have no absolutely no regrets. Then one of another big thing that happened with, with me this year, as I mentioned, I have probably been interviewed on, about 50 podcast episodes, and in that process, I was able to meet so many amazing people, so many other co-podcast hosts out there who have just really touched my life. They actually were the ones who encouraged me to actually pursue my dream of hosting a podcast um, I actually didn't think that I would have time or capacity this year to, to launch this podcast. However, I just, again, had this gentle nudge. The universe said it's time. And that's why, uh, and that's how beyond overeating was born just a couple of weeks ago. So um, you just never know what happens and how things can change. I've also um you know, started networking with amazing, amazing business owners this year. And through that, I was actually nominated for an award. And as I record this episode, uh, I will be going to that awards evening um, tonight, be dressing up to the nines and, you know, just celebrating um, that, you know, prestige of actually being nominated um, and being a finalist in an award is just such a beautiful um, experience. So, oh my gosh, I can carry on forever and ever. But one of the biggest things I've already kind of mentioned it is the fact that I launched this podcast and I'm now talking to you in two different places or wherever you are and listening to your podcast. But I've also, these podcasts are available on video. So you can come and watch all the episodes in video format. So for me, I have opened up um, my message to so many more people and I just feel like the impact I will be able to make um, will just be so, so amazing for any anyone who is struggling with their relationship with food, anyone who feels like they can't stop eating, anyone who feels like they just don't know how to actually switch off that, uh, you know, that continuous food thoughts that goes through their minds. And I'm just super grateful that I can be here and be in a space where I can actually talk about that. So, Let me just sum this up in a bit of a gratitude list. I am massive on gratitude practices and I would just love to do that now because I think um, this year needs to be celebrated and this year needs a good gratitude list. And I'll just be speaking more out of gratitude for me being binge free and how thankful I am and how that has actually opened up my world to other things. So the first thing that I'm grateful for is the, brave, the, the, the old me that has taken a brave step, first of all, for asking for help two, two and a half years ago um, in helping me heal my relationship with food. But I'm also grateful for the old me who last year, November, um, resigned from her corporate job to step into this beautiful space. And be of service and be of help to women who are genuinely struggling. I'm also so grateful for getting control back in my own recovery journey. Getting that control back is like one of the best feelings. If you have ever struggled with just, you know, a little bit of food thoughts or automatic eating or compulsive eating or um, just feeling completely out of control around food, you will understand what that means to you to just have that control back. And I also wanted to be grateful for every single client this year that I was able to help get control back. Since the beginning of this year, I have helped 14 beautiful clients get control back around food and they have just flourished in ways that I am just so proud of them. There's not one of them who has not been able to um, take on board the work we've done and really Um, embody it into their own and because they've done that they were able to get that control back and you know some of them have just gone done such amazing things after after our work together one of them actually applied for a new job she thought she'd never be deserving of that someone went on a beautiful spiritual journey and you know, the list just goes on and on. But, and you know, one of the most um, special moments is one of my clients saying to me, I'm happy to take up space in this world where she felt like she wasn't worthy of taking up any space. And, you know, that to me is just so amazing. Um, I've had an, another um, lady who really struggled because she... Um, had um, she was struggling with a um, autoimmune disease and because of that her diet was so so limited and she you know struggled with binge eating on top of that and by the time we finished she was able to take control back over her binges she um, stepped away empowered and she's become a coach herself. So, so many amazing things can happen. I'm also so grateful for my own um, healthy relationship with food. I don't feel like it's a controlling relationship anymore. I don't feel like I am needing to control food. Food just happens for me. And I truly can say that I actually Tune into what my body needs. And I use that as a guide as to what I need to eat on a daily basis. And that's what I teach my clients as well. And then I'm also amazingly grateful for my beautiful body. And yes, no one else has to think that my body is beautiful except me and that is um, one of the biggest lessons i learned during my recovery is to accept my beautiful body this beautiful vessel um, that i truly have been gifted with to walk the earth with it has been just such a gift and our bodies are just so amazing you guys it's just amazing how it kind of does its own thing you don't even have to think about it and it still has ways to um, find pleasure in life. You know, the body just really enjoys um, tasting foods. And, uh, you know, enjoys beautiful smells and you know, r- relaxing massages. Uh, it's just amazing how our bodies um, can be so functional, like almost like the supercomputer, and then also be so superhuman and just such beautiful. Beautiful um, experience. I'm also just so grateful for my coach that believed in me when I never thought I would be able to recover. And this is where um, I have stepped into that role for my clients. And I hold that belief for my clients that they can do this as much as they sometimes think otherwise. <laughs> And I'm so grateful for my clients. These are the most amazing superwoman who took that brave step and decided to trust me in being their guide to recovery. And in doing that, they built the trust in themselves. So yeah, just such a beautiful way to celebrate this year is to reflect on all their wins everything that that they have achieved their aha moments their low points and then the high points oh you know it almost brings a little tear to my eye just thinking about what how amazing these women are and how amazing they have um taken on their recovery and you know the the things that they've achieved since is just so beautiful. And then I'm also grateful for my brand new um, program, which is called Control Over Eating. And this program came out of a vision to help more women find food freedom. There was just not enough room or not enough programs out there that was accessible for women. There was not enough programs out there that had the support out there for women when they started recovery, and I am so glad that I had the download and the intuition to put this program together. If you wanted to find out more about that program, you can go to control-overeating.wholesomelifestyleproject.com and see what that's all about. But I'm also so, so super grateful for this brand new podcast, the Beyond Overeating by Wholesome Lifestyle Project. And just this is just one of my dreams, but also just another way for me to help more women heal. And that is just such a gift for me, because whether I work with you in person or whether you just listen to this episode or watch my video or find me on Instagram and you take something I say and you implement it and it helps you, then that's already on the journey of being um. Open to change, taking that brave step, and that's going to get you so much closer. So, if you're not sure, again, where to start, or you just need a little bit of support and understanding from someone who's been there and someone who has recovered, um, you know, without strict dieting and everything else, then make sure to book that uh, free appointment with me by um, just clicking the link um, in the description or going to my website, Wholesome Lifestyle Project, click on work with me, and then find the button called let's get started. Um, And that's all I wanted to say uh, for this episode, just ending this year in absolute gratitude and just so thankful for everything that has happened this year. And I am super grateful to be celebrating this with you Not sure if this will be aired um, still in December or whether you'll receive this episode first thing in January. However, I wanted to send you all my love. Thanks for listening. And as always, like and subscribe so that I can um, know you out there and you listening to this. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Bye thank you so much for joining me today and don't forget to share this with all your friends you can do this by adding this to your instagram story and tagging me at wholesome lifestyle project or by simply telling them about it if you could rate and review on whatever platform you are listening this will go a long way in helping me get this podcast out there so that i can share my message and help as many women out there struggling with food issues as i can don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram on Wholesome Lifestyle Project or connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Estelle Cunheath and that's where you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.